Hey Casey, hey Matthew, this is Jay from Nebraska here. Love the podcast, appreciate everything you guys do. I did have some thoughts specifically about your most recent episode and Matthew's rant about my Cornhuskers football team and their head coach, Scott Frost. I guess I shouldn't be surprised that a guy who can't even grow a beard doesn't understand why someone would brag about how many times he made kids throw up during a football practice. It's called manhood, Matthew. Have you ever heard of it? If these guys can't handle a little bit of vomit and heat stroke now, how are they ever going to handle their post-football careers as, you know, used car salesmen, insurance agents, and financial planners? In the church, we used to call this Christic manhood. Men used to be men. But go ahead, sing your hill songs to your feminine Jesus, listen to your pastor in his skinny jeans and his v-neck t-shirts. I'll be over here making kids in children church throw up after a game of Red Rover so that they can know what it's like out in the real world. In all seriousness, uh, I totally agreed with you. That was a really stupid thing to say. My only beef is that I turned on the episode specifically because I'm just done hearing about Husker football after they lost their first game last weekend. All anyone wants to talk about here, uh, whether you turn on the radio or TV or at work or at church, is our lousy football team. I needed a break. I needed to hear some mildly clever boner jokes. I needed to hear some talk about 90s CCM Um not more Husker talk. So I love the show. Appreciate you guys. But in the words of Will Smith, to just a quick paraphrase, keep my football team's name out of your mouth. Have a good day. Two seconds ahead of you. Well, you know, okay. <laughs> I'm going to put you on a leave of absence for <laughs> not following directions. Okay, do your count. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, make the, that'll make the episode audio, though. Uh, five, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Jay. Oh, slow. Jay. <laughs> Definitely going on a leave of absence. Maybe we'll both go on a leave of absence separately. I think we as a, separate leaves. Actually, we do after every episode. We take like a <laughs> eight eight day leave of absence before we start thinking about the next one. Jay coming in hot, burning yes. me. And uh, you know what? I I take it. It's it's all fair game. I I have no rebuttal. No rebuttal to that, James. You uh, you you win the round. You sent me this little audio clip. I'm like, what are they sending me? Is this like a I'm alone in the Taco Bell drive through recording of something? But it was Jay's clip and it was it made me laugh. It was really good. Come he, on, I mean, he he really did. He came at you. It was great. He, <laughs> came out of the gate swinging. Yeah. You know, you can criticize this podcast for any hundreds of things. And we could actually give you a list probably to help you if you get stuck. <laughs> But if you have a take, and if you especially want to roast one of us, yeah. uh, we will lead the episode with it. Yeah, yeah. except me. Yeah. <laughs> Can't roast me. Casey, how could anyone find fault with you? <laughs> 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 
just kidding. I have I have horrible takes sometimes. <laughs> so I when you know when I was getting ready to lay that that rant down, I was like, this is this is kind of mean, but Nebraska's gonna beat Northwestern. So it'll ultimately be meaningless. And mm-hmm. then I watched a little bit of the Northwestern game and Nebraska goes ahead. And I was like, ah, whatever. You know, I, I, I put the hex on them and it didn't work. It's uh, Nobody <laughs> will remember this. And then I came back and realized that Northwestern had come back and won the game. And I was like, oh, salt in the wound. Salt in the wound. Wow. So I did feel a little bit bad. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know, as, as bad as you feel during football season, which is really not that bad. I mean, just, you know, Scott Frost, don't, don't, uh, I didn't even mind the onside kick. Nebraska had the ball like five times after that, you know, so the onside kick didn't lose them the game. But whatever, don't don't brag about making your players throw up and then continuing to train. Yeah, so, yeah, whatever. Okay, housekeeping. Uh, shout out to Mark. I forgot to tell you about this ahead of time. So this will be new to you. Okay. Mark edited his pledge on Patreon from one dollar to one dollar fifty per Mark. month, and he Thank wanted you. to let you know. Uh, that he appreciates what we're doing, but he's not willing to leave the just the tip <laughs> tier. Okay, Mark. And I told him that you would definitely appreciate that. I, I do. I appreciate that <laughs> a lot. Shout out to Mark. Uh, another quick housekeeping. Uh, I know. Actually, shout out to Seth. Seth uh, DM'd me. Not to start anything, but he DM'd me. And... Uh, <laughs> With some uh, with some minivan repair advice. Oh, nice! Uh, I can report back. The starter has been replaced. It is not, in fact, the starter. Now oh. I am, I am searching for a short or a loose ground wire in the in the wiring system mm. to try to figure out what, what what's uh, what's wrong with my dead minivan. So mm. Mm. here's another piece of the puzzle for Seth and any amateur sleuths out there. Uh, I left the battery unhooked for about 24 hours, and then I came back to it to start going through the wiring, hooked the battery up. I was able to start it three separate times, and it ran for five seconds each time and then died. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. As soon as we get done with this podcast, I am going to start internet sleuthing to find the next step. Still could be a ground, though. Hey, Siri. What's wrong with my van? (laughs) (laughs) Siri, you're poor. No, we're not poor. Uh, before we go on to more Judge Casey, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you to everyone who sent feedback for the most recent episode. I'm really thankful that it was meaningful for some people, and I appreciate uh, everyone who took the time to say that. So, thank you. And for the listeners, I will be doing my best to uh, attack her ego and bring her back down for the rest of this episode. <laughs> so that, uh, yes, yeah, so that she doesn't uh, become a narcissistic zero. <laughs> oh, you did listen. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, back to Judge Casey. Uh, okay. If you are familiar with this podcast and you know my podcast partner. You'll know she likes to do a couple of things. She likes to rant, and she likes to talk about food. So we're going and to like combine to those. To Sarah Groves. Well, that was my thing. I, <laughs> I, my question was, could we have crafted a more perfect segment for you without Sarah Groves? Because Sarah <laughs> Groves would have obviously been the third component. Minus Sarah Groves, I think this is probably the most perfect segment we could create okay. for you. Okay. 
This is Judge Casey, and the topic of the, today's Judge Casey is sketchy foods. Okay, sketchy foods. Sketchy foods. I'm just going to read you a list of sketchy foods, and you have to rule. And this is not a marriage thing. Like, would no, like, I eat it, or should just, anybody just eat it? Anyone. Or... Universal. In or oh, out. Oh, wow. I'm calling the out. shots for yeah. everybody. Okay. This, Last last time it got a little weird because we we're talking about marriage pet names, so you had yeah. to like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, this is not like a Matthew and Casey thing. Okay, this is for the universe. Okay. Judge Casey ruling for the universe. Okay, are you ready to begin? <laughs> yes. Much like Jay and Lincoln, I'm coming out of the gate hot. Okay, I'm with my fastball okay. right out of the gate. Water chestnuts. Ow. I agree. What are those? Gross. They're potatoes. Soggy. They haven't, they haven't been cooked. They're yes, potatoes. Yes. Yes. They, they crunch when there should be no crunch. <laughs> Out. Gone. How can you be? How can? This is going to sound weird. How can you be wet and crunchy at the same time? <laughs> exactly. You can't. You can't sog a water chestnut. Like what is going on? <laughs> okay. What even right. are they? I don't. That's a. I'm gonna have to Google that later nuisances that's what they are <laughs> all right pimento oh I'll keep it oh she's in yeah like because right. pimento cheese is delicious like pimento cheese dip okay the spicy pimento dip all right what I'm about pimento in the olive well no no, no. okay no. olive is not on this list I okay. feel like that may. I feel like they'd be a little too close to home for you. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be able to be uh, objective about I it. I can't say olives are out. <laughs> I can't do it. But I have Speaking a feeling. Of, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Olive, my daughter, she left her phone unlocked and her Spotify was open, and there was our podcast. <laughs> oh, grounded. So. <laughs> okay. If you want to do that, I guess that's fine. You're the one who has to be embarrassed by your mother's content. <laughs> All right. Mushrooms. Out. I knew you were going to say out, and that is why I respect you on a personal level. Danny loves mushrooms, but I'm still kicking them out. <laughs> they're, they're boogers. They're gross. They're, they're, they're so gross. It's like, and if you get them... If you get them raw on a salad, it's like they're yeah. like kind of hairy. Yeah. It's like, oh, what is that? I mean, we can keep mushrooms for their other benefits in the world. Like, they're good for, like, like if you can take them as, like, a supplement or, you know, other ways. <laughs> but I don't want them, like, on a salad. Gross. I hate mushrooms so much that, that I was looking at, I think it was, like, at a smoothie place or a health food place a long time ago. And there was one that had like a trace amount of like ground up mushroom for some kind of yeah nutritional benefit, and I was like, no, I'm just like, no, no. no. I know I won't be able to taste it, but just knowing it's in there, it's <laughs> yeah. disgusting, <laughs> disgusting. All right, she's out on mushrooms, folks. Casey Haas, licorice, like black licorice, black licorice, no, out. All right. I haven't even tried black licorice since I was a child, so it might have, it might be a taste that I like now. You don't you don't like the taste of lemon pledge in your candy? <laughs> <laughs> the way the way lemon pledge smells, you don't you don't want that no, in your mouth? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Grits. Oh, this is this is controversial, and I'm gonna. It's, it's only gonna get worse. Can we talk about like? There's different forms of grits, right? So there's Go like the soupy, soupy grits out. No. Okay. Gone. Baked cheese grits can stay. Okay. All Baked right. cheese grits with a little bit of like jalapeno, perfect. But okay. it's like sludgy, soupy. Yeah. Okay. There I'm are some th- people listening to this in certain parts of the country that don't even know what grits are. <laughs> I think they're pretty distinctly southern. But yeah. Okay, so what about okay? Take soupy grits out. What if what if you have like the the oatmeal consistency grits for breakfast, a little butter and little maple syrup on top? No, no, no. no. Ugh. Like eating paste. Well, I mean, but yeah, I mean, like chunky paste. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's the judge. My family, my the rest, like my sister, my mom and dad, they love grits. So it, I just, I didn't get it. Okay. It builds character, much like collard greens. <laughs> Which, when cooked well, are amazing. Put some Tabasco sauce on top of this, or pepper sauce on top of the collard greens. I haven't had it like that. I've had it with like these like bits of really tender beef with yep. them. And oh my gosh. We're going deep into the southern weeds. <laughs> yeah, right we now. are. We really so, are. Growing up, my mom would make collard greens, and and we get the trapeze peppers, like the mm-hmm. little jalapeno peppers with the vinegar. Yeah, the vinegar would just like soak up all the pepper flavor, and then we shake that on top of the collard greens. Nice. It sounds disgusting, um, but you know, I grew to eight feet tall, so who's to say? <laughs> who's to say what really worked? Exactly. All right. Even more controversial. Sushi. Oh, in. I'm hoping to have sushi for dinner tonight. <laughs> I put it on the menu. I don't eat. I don't eat like the sashimi raw stuff. Okay. So I just eat stuff with cooked things in it. But I okay. do. Yeah. Danny. Danny will eat the raw stuff. But yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that was where I was going. The that was the quickest way to get the raw fish. No, I can't. I can't do the raw stuff. Danny will. He does the ahi tuna that's like seared on the outside and then just, it's, I can't do it. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <sighs> okay, a conditional in for yeah, sushi. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. All right, McDonald's chicken nuggets. Oh, 100% in. Okay. I, I love McNuggets. <laughs> I don't care. I don't eat McDonald's very often anymore because more than any other fast food place, it makes me feel horrible. But I do, I do love their nuggets. It's my go-to. Hmm. What sauce do you go in? <laughs> Sweet and sour. With? Sweet and sour. I'm mad that they got rid of their signature sauce. Which it's been a, it's been a couple years. It's like the pink sauce. It's like the Zaxby yeah, sauce that they yeah, had. They yeah. used to have that. Let me get rid of it. All right, this one's more for me, for you, than for okay. you, but I threw it on there anyway. It's okay. hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yeah, in. I like hot dogs. You don't like hot dogs? Well, you know, if I want to eat ear and hair <laughs> that's been processed and formed, uh, you know, I I'm mean, just going to... I mean, we already had nuggets. We had chicken McNuggets. <laughs> what? How much worse can a hot dog be? Okay. She's in on hot dogs. I'm in. Taking a hard left turn here. Cantaloupe. Okay, 
I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna leave this one in for Danny. I, I wouldn't leave the mushrooms in for him, but he can he can keep his cantaloupe because he that loves taste? it so much. And one of the sweetest things is one time he was eating his cantaloupe and he's like, I just wish you liked this too. Like, I love this so much, I want to share this with you. Oh, but that's so... I know, isn't it so sweet? <laughs> so, so the one the one override to Judge Casey is Danny's love. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> what, what is that taste with candles? It's like, water, it's like watermelon that mixed with sweaty feet. We have a lot of the same taste things, it seems. A lot I of the same things just, we don't like. I think you and I are just both really insufferable. I think that's... <laughs> It's 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 feet flavored watermelon. It's <laughs> disgusting. I I don't enjoy it. And okay, it's let's... like a fruit salad filler, you know? Like when you go somewhere that has fruit salad, it's like it's... mostly honeydew and cantaloupe and like it's... one grape and one blueberry. Yeah, it's the peanuts <laughs> and the mixed nuts. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay, let's just stay in the in the produce department here. Okay. Grape grapefruit. And not ruby red, not the sweet one, but the yellow grapefruit. I mean I I no. I have no use for it, so I'm gonna say <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. I honestly can't I don't even know if I've ever even like tried to eat a piece of grapefruit. What about what about the uh I like grapefruit vodka? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure has real grapefruit juice in it, but um, that's the ruby red grapefruit. What about flavor. the what about the Golden Girls move, like where you take a grapefruit and like sprinkle sugar over the top of it? Uh, yeah, and just eat that for breakfast. That's what yeah. my my um one of my grandmas would have that for breakfast. I can't I can't see how that would be appetizing at all. First thing in the morning, you're like <laughs> lips are puckered from the grapefruit. So like put some bacon bits on top and then of it com- combined with coffee oh gross, gross. <laughs> yeah grape nuts the cereal the cereal oh ow i what? agree the, so, some cereals need to be retired it's like we're this we're not in the great depression anymore can we wow just... <laughs> wow we don't need to get our Whatever nutrients are in grape nuts, we can get them some other way. By just We're, eating we've... gravel? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll just go sweep up some gravel in the dustpan. And... <laughs> so... Oh, gross. I... Gosh. I think that's. I think the last time I would have tasted grape nuts was with one of my grandparents. So... That, if that tells you anything. Do old people eat grape nuts to, to hasten death's approach? <laughs> I think maybe it helps them stay regular. I don't know. Like the fiber? I, I really don't know. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough. Grape nuts are rough. Bologna. Oh, that can stay. Not, not an enth- enthusiastic. Yeah, but I yeah. don't really. I'm kind of neutral on bologna. Like if somebody made me a bologna sandwich, I'd eat it. I'd, I'd love to see that in your Twitter profile. Bologna <laughs> neutral. <laughs> okay, we're getting close to the end of the list. This is a long list. It really is. I'm impressed. Spam. Oh yeah, we'll keep it. My dad salutes you. 
Okay. I did it for him. Longtime spam aficionado. At one point, saved up UPCs and sent off and got a spam t-shirt, like in the mid-80s. I love it. I love it. That's great. (laughs) Danny's friend made him, made them, like, um... Like spam breakfast sandwiches once, and mm-hmm. he said they were amazing. So, yeah, it, spam was like a gas station hamburger, where like if if you're hungry, it'll just hit the spot, but you're never gonna go out of your way to like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All right, two more limes. Oh, keep them. Limes are a staple of several cocktails that I enjoy, <laughs> so <laughs> we, we got to keep them for alcoholic purposes. You gotta yeah, have limes. yeah. I, I will say, I, like my mom puts lime in her water instead of lemon, and I don't enjoy Interesting. that. Interesting. I would prefer lemon in my water. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. All right, and finally, this is yeah. We're just gonna bend the rules a little bit. Cinnamon gum. Cinnamon. You. <laughs> How many episodes have we talked about cinnamon gum? We're not going to stop. Cinnamon gum can go. Just go. There's enough other good types of gum. We don't need Big Red. What is it about the cinnamon gum that the other gums don't do it? The other gums don't scar your mouth and tongue and the roof of your mouth. I don't know. But cinnamon gum does. I don't know. Cinnamon gum, the Captain Crunch of chewing gums. (laughs) Just tears your mouth up. Yeah, it, we we don't need it. It can go. My question Ow. is, is there a level of cinnamon, like, is it like poison ivy, where if you get poison ivy enough, you eventually just kind of become, like, you're, you <laughs> become tolerant of it? If you chew know. enough cinnamon gum, like, will your mouth <laughs> stop scarring? Probably. Probably. I'm trying to think if there's other cinnamon flavored things that I like. I like, um, so we make Christmas cookies every year. Like just regular sugar cookies with like frosting and sometimes we decorate them with red hots. And mm-hmm. I love that combo of like the sugar cookie with the red hots. Some a... <laughs> fire jolly ranchers? Oh, I don't know if I've had that. Oh my, you've never had a fire jolly rancher? Oh. They sell them in the bags of just cinnamon fire jolly ranchers. Oh, I'm gonna have to try those. Yeah. Where do I get them? Dollar Tree? Like, sometimes stuff like that's very specific on where you can find them. I've seen them in Walmart, which, you know, okay. backwoods Alabama doesn't necessarily translate to anywhere <laughs> yeah. else. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're right next to the mules. Yeah. In, in my Walmart. <laughs> I like that. I like, uh, I like being the judge of food. <laughs> when you said sketchy food, I was like, are we talking about would you eat this if it was past date? <laughs> Oh, I would hope the answer would be no on all of those, Casey. Well, like sour cream can go either way. Oh, no. Certain things, yeah. Sour cream is extra dangerous because you you don't know if it's bad because it already tastes like puke. Oh, interesting. So you would get rid of sour cream? Yes. As Judge Matthew? Maybe the day before. Like, you can't mess around with sour cream. Oh, see. Because, like, it already tastes like puke. So how would you know if it's going bad? (laughs) I like sour cream. Yesterday, I wrote a tweet to Smoked Paprika (laughs) because I had just um, made a plate of nachos and I did like a bowl of sour cream and I mixed the paprika into the sour cream as like a dip. Uh Oh, it was so good. (laughs) It was so good, man. 
Just think if you had dipped your McNuggets in there. <laughs> gross. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of gross. So, so last Sunday, uh, it hit the the news waves that Matt Chandler was stepping aside for a leave of absence because he had a DMing, re- like he was DMing with a woman, and um, he was challenged about that by the woman's friend. So he handed over the DMs to the elders of the church, and they determined that it would be better for him, it would be good for him to take a leave of absence. So phrases that he said were that the friendship was known about by both spouses, his wife and the woman's husband. But the DMs were unguarded and unwise. There was a frequency and familiarity to them that uh, the elders thought was not healthy. And uh, coarse and foolish joking was another thing that he said was found there. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that the whole confession thing brought up more questions than it answered. And so we were going to talk about, we're going to talk about it (laughs) from the angle of uh, male, female friendships in among uh, Christians and just, yeah, however else we want to talk about it because this is our podcast. So... Well, I think the weird thing is that the woman he was DMing was Amber Heard. <laughs> oh my god! I just when will she be stopped? <laughs> That's awful. Stop it! Oh my goodness. So here's here. Would you like? Let me just give my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually I had read portions of his statement, like in various little news places or. On Twitter, people quoted him, and so one thing he said in the statement was, you know, at at our church, we believe in brother-sister relationships, and then he goes on to describe this friendship, and I'm left asking, do you? Do you actually believe in brother-sister relationships? Because you had a friendship that was known about by both spouses, that was not sexual or romantic, familiar and frequent communication, joking, which co- coarse and foolish, I'm guessing is probably, you know, up to the, is subjective. But so that was just my question. Like, do, do you actually believe? Because, I mean, when I think about my relationship with my own brother, not everyone's close with their siblings and that's fine. But <laughs> when I think about the relationship I have with my brother, I'm like, oh, well, he's describing my actual relationship with my brother. So a couple of outside viewpoints that resonated with me. Um, Amy Bird, who has actually written a book on, you know, I think it's called Why Can't We Be Friends? 
about men and women in the church is just like how about how his statement kind of raised questions and she said in her little thing that she wrote about it like is he going to humiliate his wife and family over this over this friendship so that's like that's what makes you stop and say is there actually more going on that they're not sharing and then another person i don't know her full name her her substacks was called or substack was called robin thinks and she she um thought that probably because they involved a law firm which they did not share um on the sunday morning video they did disclose it to their members i think somehow um but they involved a law firm is that he was actually talking shit about church members uh which you know is still, as go ahead go ahead i still don't know why you need a law firm for that uh because of confidentiality um, even though, you know, unlike, you know, licensed therapists who actually have to follow HIPAA, you know, people go to pastors all the time for counseling, but there's no, there's no confidentiality agreement, like, he legally. Yeah, he doesn't have to follow HIPAA, though. Like, he can't That's be... what I'm saying. But if he's still sharing things or joking about church members uh, as it relates to confidential things... Then it, you know, of course, the church is going to take it to a law firm and be like, "Can we get in trouble for this?" I guess. I mean, the answer is no. Right. You know, yeah. He's not under any compulsion to. So, That's not. I mean, he, like, the law can't come to him and say, "Right." What did this person say to you? Like, they can't mm-hmm. compel him to do that unless it involves like child abuse or something. But right, he doesn't have to keep it a secret. He can talk about it if he wants to. Right. I'm just, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud, sorry. Yeah. My, my main thought, and another thing this person said is like, if what, if what this friendship was, coarse and foolish joking, or whatever, why, why do we have to even share that it was a woman? Right? Are you, is he allowed to have coarse and foolish joking with another man? as a pastor and so why even share that this dming relationship was with a woman and i really (laughs) i think that it's because it's easier to use something that's already stigmatized in evangelical circles than it is to then to maybe tell the entire truth about what's going on what actually was going on uh so, I don't know. It's so frustrating because it's like, if there's not more going on, then it's just bizarre. And it's like, an un, it's like, it's, it's going to end up just making things worse for men and women who want to be friends. They're going to be, you know, questioning and wondering, like, where's the, like, the frequency and familiarity line really got to me. Because it's like, who decides? Who decides what that looks like? It's like who the Billy, Billy Graham say, rule. Like, like it, it doesn't really mean anything. It's totally tied to the context. Like, right. You know, maybe John Chris needs to follow the Billy Graham rule. Right. You know, maybe the rest <laughs> of us don't. Right. Right. And frequency and familiarity is, 
I mean, every day? Or was he sending her a hundred messages right. at midnight every night? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. There's, there's no context there. Like, you have to... Like, that changes everything. Right. So, it's just... It's frustrating. It's really frustrating because... It would almost be easier if he's, like, as as having an emotional affair with this woman. And even though it never got, you know, sexual or romantic, I was letting myself go to places that, you know, in my mind that were not healthy. But it, it wasn't that at all. It is literally just, like, we we had a frequent interaction and I told jokes that were not befitting to a minister is that but and that was amy's point like is that something that you need a leave of absence for like that you share publicly like i'm gonna humiliate my myself over this i don't know yeah i mean i think i'm kind of at the same place that amy and a lot of people are is that there's there's no normal outcome for this anymore like this is either Mm -hmm. really bad or this is just really weird yes Mm-hmm. um there's there's no i don't think there's anything they could tell us at this point where you come away like oh that makes sense yeah everything's right. good it's like no right. either this is you know there's something nefarious going on here mm-hmm. or the church is just spazzing out over mm-hmm. a friendship which is maybe not as bad but certainly not good either right right um yeah so i mean if if we follow occam's razor here that the most simple explanation is probably true. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, which is what? <laughs> what is it's the most? Piggy, it's piggybacking off of what you said that this is a this is a uh, this is a fancy dog and pony show to be going mm. through if it's just a matter of making mm. jokes. Mm. Um, the re- the church's reaction. And I'm not saying I know anything. They're suggesting anything, but the church's reaction is the reaction you would hope for if there was an affair right yeah of like we're gonna immediately take you out of the spotlight right. like that's right. the reaction for an actual affair mm-hmm. um and that's why it's it's so it's one of the more confusing i don't want to say scandal but it's yeah. one of the more confusing situations we've had in christian culture it kind of reminds me a lot of the when the, the last not the last, but when the Robbie Zacharias thing with Laurie Thompson happened, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Well, I'm being, uh, you know, I'm being blackmailed," and it's like, oh, "That was weird. Like, why? What's going on here? Like, like mm-hmm. this this woman's trying to extort me." And then it mm-hmm. kind of slowly started trickling out of like, "No, I'm just a sexual super predator." <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like, there yeah. was this, like this long period, where, like we didn't really know what to think because you didn't have all the information. Mm-hmm. I think something that just like when you listen to the video and the language to the language of it also, <laughs> it's like maybe it, it maybe it was nothing, you know, in, in our minds, like, uh-huh. oh, this is no big deal. But the church is just super guarded right now because of, you know, other things that they've been through in the past, you know, like they church disciplined a lady who annulled her marriage to her husband who was looking at child porn like and there was another thing i can't remember so maybe they're just like taking every allegation so super seriously to the point where this doesn't even make sense 
but they just don't want to end up in in a worse place. I wondered, I kind of wondered that. Like, I wondered if maybe he didn't agree with the church's plan, mm, mm. that he didn't think it was anything, and that's why, like, his apology was, like, really soft mm-hmm. and kind of indirect. That, like, mm-hmm. I wondered, like, if he was kind of ticked off with the church, that, like, you know, I didn't do anything. Like, why are you guys doing this? Right. But he did, he did, he kept saying over and over again, I think they're right. I think they're right. Yeah. I was like, eh, are you, are you, do you, do you mean that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the, I don't know, just the motions would seem to make sense in some ways if he felt like he was being wronged. Right. Another thing, too, is that the language of, like, higher standard, like, I'm held to a higher standard, which, like, yes, but as as I understand it, that's, like, talking about sin right Mm. (laughs) (laughs) like if what you were doing is not sinful you're just like living to a higher standard based on some made-up rules and it's just (laughs) rules that like nobody knows how to follow and rules that the existence of just actually breed more weirdness like, if, if men and women's friendships in the church weren't stigmatized, then men and women could just actually be friends without constantly worrying. If, if oh, is this, is this conversation going too far? Or am I, am I allowed to be this close as a friend to this person? Like, just, there's like the, there's like a level of like being wise and using discernment, but then we've almost just like created this neuroses of like uh i'm speaking from personal experience in the past like wondering if every interaction is okay instead of just like actually trying to focus on building a a friendship it's exhausting yeah (laughs) i mean what if it if it was exactly what they said it was? Why couldn't he have just gone up there and been like, "Yeah, I made some jokes. I think it might have offended somebody." Mm-hmm. If I offended yeah. you with my jokes, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, or even yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was a whole production. It, it was, really was. It's a whole production, and none none of it made sense because mm-hmm. if it was as serious as the church thought it was, then the mm-hmm. elders should have. Should have done the announcement. Should have run run the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. Um. I don't know. He 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 kind of belongs to a certain very specific subset of evangelical leaders. Where it's I would put Russell Moore, Beth Moore, mm. David Platt, um, Karen Swallow Pryor. I put them in this is a very specific set of people who are theologically conservative and, and orthodox mm-hmm. with how they regard the scripture. So they catch it from the left, but then they're very open to issues of social justice mm-hmm. and they don't bend the knee to Trump. Mm-hmm. And so they mm-hmm. sort of catch it from the, the fringes of the right too. So in a way mm-hmm. it's kind of like they don't have a tribe. Mm. And I don't know, like, um, I just think that, that's, I think that wears on people. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that has anything to do with this. It's just an observation. Yeah. 
you know when you yeah. when you're fighting it off from both sides mm-hmm. all the time because yes. you can see it in the in the comments on Twitter of like people like oh this is what happens you know when you're complementarian and then somebody else will no. be like I've never cared for him and his woke theology but blah blah yeah. blah and it's like <laughs> pick a, pick a reason to hate someone right yeah. yeah yeah you know what sucks about this too is that it's really difficult for pastors and their families to make friends like true friends you know so it's like how do you even go how do you move forward from this is he ever going to initiate a friendship with a woman again like and then he's cutting you know so many people out of out of his life that could be beneficial to him and it just it really sucks another thing i thought about because one thing you had said was like why did this person's friend why is she the one who came to her to him and my idea was that in those kinds of circles in churches and like that have a main personality you know that's the head of the church the inner circle is coveted it's like if your friends are close or, you know, look to be close to the pastor, that's something that people are jealous of. So I almost wondered if it was like a, this woman found out that her friend is DMing with the pastor as friends and she was jealous. So she made something of it or maybe, you know, this woman is feels very strongly about the Billy Graham role and like, you shouldn't be DMing with someone else's husband. And so she went to him and then it just kind of got way blown out of proportion. Well, it's it's crazy because the woman who went and complained was actually the transformed wife. (laughs) (laughs) She she would. I believe it. I believe it. She definitely would. Anyways. (laughs) The Billy Graham role is so you know, just kind of seeing people, the way that people start talking about things when stuff like this happens, it's it's fun to sit back and watch and fun for me because I'm a weirdo. But, you know, people talk, you know, this brings up the Billy Graham rule again. Like, you know, is it valid? Is it something that pastors and, you know, Christian leaders need to practice? Blah, blah, blah. I'm <laughs> just like. I'm always, I'm always in the back of my mind. I'm always thinking just the audacity that some of these men have to think that they're even desirable enough to meet. I'm I'm right here. I'm right here. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you? Why would you say that when I'm sitting right here? (laughs) No, but you know what's never an option in the debate is why don't we just let the individual families figure out what works for them. You know, maybe if your husband struggles with that, maybe, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe you and your husband decide, yeah. Eh, yeah. maybe we need this to some degree. Yeah, that would, that seems like it makes sense. <laughs> and maybe we don't need to just legislate one option across the board for everybody. That's crazy. Matthew, yeah, come on. Sorry. This is, sorry. This, that's crazy talk. So she, I, they, she asked us, she asked us if we could talk about like our own, um, friendship okay yeah she being someone who dm'd and asked us if we could talk about this yeah okay uh which you know we're not friends that's (laughs) (laughs) 
we just play one on this we just play friends on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) no we i mean we've talked about this before but we you know we didn't have a pre-existing relationship outside of the podcast so in the beginning we looped our spouses in all the time you can go back to the archives not that i don't know why anyone would want to go back and listen that far but (laughs) (laughs) i mean danny was on the podcast kendra would do stuff with you and then yeah you know as we just got deeper and deeper into the weird christian culture stuff i think our spouses were just like you know what we're gonna see ourselves out we're good (laughs) we're good (laughs) yeah i mean there's just yeah I mean, Danny and I have, like, an open phone policy. Not that either of us ever use it. But I guess, like, if I started acting strange or something, you know, he could go in my phone and read all my messages or I could do the same for him. And it's just, I'm not, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I like so few men, so please don't take away the very few of them that I like from me to be able to be friends with, okay? <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because Kendra and I kind of have like a running joke of like about, you know, staying together and it's like, well, we have three daughters, it's like, where are you, you going to go? <laughs> yeah. Where you, yeah. You have to stay. <laughs> yeah. For, for Danny and me, it's like, you don't even know how much money is in our bank account. What are you going to do without me? <laughs> I just love how I painted myself as the business manager of my family instead of like, you know, a partner, a lover, a friend. <laughs> I just pay the bills. <laughs> no, I mean, like I've told Kendra before, she's going to get mad at me for saying this on the podcast. But like, I was like, if I die, like the cars are just going to explode. <laughs> Like you're gonna be know, driving Matthew. them. I feel like they're not doing too great. <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's just I don't know if you can allow yourself to to approach friendship as friendship and not as like something that is suspicious. then it's a lot easier. I think that we're kind of indoctrinated in Christian culture to approach friendship with the opposite sex as, like, something you need to tiptoe and just, you know, overthink constantly. I don't do that with, uh, I don't do that with my female friends, so, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna say all the same jokes to you. I mean, we do say a lot of jokes, though. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I'm just thing... very thankful to, to... I'm very thankful for our friendship, but also just to be at the place where it can just exist, right? It's not, it's not something that occupies my mind other than that it's a friendship. Yes. Yes. And I think that's why it kind of works too, because we don't like we don't put each other above our. I know that sounds like oh duh, like why would you do that? But like our spouses are still 
the go-to you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean except about for him <laughs> except, except about the the, <laughs> the weird christian culture stuff the chrysagas brothers <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah so I'm, i'll be interested to see how all this kind of shakes out in the next few months well and we're already starting to see like little leaks Mm-hmm. around it like Preston Sprinkle's email oh, that leaked out of like well they're yes. just talking about beer what's the big deal yeah which doesn't solve anything because now it's no. like well if it was just about beer just release it release yeah, those just say DMs. I was I was joking with the woman about getting buzzed or something you know or I was joking make... with a person why does it even matter if it's a woman I think that's what I kept coming back to it's like if it wasn't if it wasn't about anything romantic or sexual why does it matter that it was a woman like do you believe that men and women can be friends or do you not believe it yeah he's i don't know he's he's... frequent and familiar is a description of friendship (laughs) he he was he was describing friendship course joking (laughs) well i mean so take the course joking thing out of it right Mm -hmm. because if you're against that then you should be against it in all your relationships but frequency and familiarity is a description of a good friendship so you either think that men and women are allowed to do that or you don't i don't know <laughs> and there can't be degrees because it's like how do you how do you lay that out for people how do you how, you can't there's no way to be like well you can dm once per day five days of the week or what I mean, there's, there's, there's no way to to set the standard well the dms are going to come out and it's just going to be him being like i moved on her like a bitch <laughs> these beautiful women i just go up to them i start kissing them stop stop oh <laughs> What we haven't talked about is what would happen if our DMs were released. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely wouldn't get back in the homeschool co-op. <laughs> we both just just imagine th- the, the the worst things you say when you're annoyed about things times it by a thousand <laughs> over the course of the last eight years. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of, like some of the worst things I could have ever DM'd you. <sighs> Just stuff like being annoyed at people on Chris and Twitter and being like, oh, they, they, uh-huh. need just, they just need to get laid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Or just some really, truly horrible takes. We both have had some oh, really, really bad takes. But well, <laughs> you just... I'll just I'll just drop one right now. One thing that, that really kind of made me laugh was uh, Boz Chavijan. Chavijan. Chavijan, yeah. whatever. And, uh, you know, the guy who runs Grace, the yeah, his brother. Yeah. Uh, when it came out, he was like, well, I've, I've examined everything and I think there's really more to this than and it's like, <laughs> my professional you? opinion. <laughs> I'm shocked, Boz, <laughs> that you would think there's more to this. That would, that would be like the, uh, uh, like those, those crummy, like ghost hunter shows, like where they go in. <laughs> Like, oh, I think My, there's something here. Like, do you? <laughs> do you think Danny there's something? Loves those here? shows, and so does Olive. It's really cute. <laughs> Not me. 
Okay, well, I'm glad we solved this. We did. We uh, totally solved it. You know, in six months when the truth comes out, people are going to be like, if you want to hear the prophets talk <laughs> about this issue. <laughs> I don't know if we've said anything helpful at all, but it's, cathar- it's just... cathartic to kind of just, you know, well, you need a break place... it down. and You need a place to process through it who where people don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. And, and that's, that's that is like so the that when I was watching that video of him and his apology, I'm just like it feels like everybody in this scenario is taking themselves so seriously. So like if there's you know, if he's being unfaithful to his wife, yeah, let's take that seriously. But otherwise, I'm just like, what is going on? I would, yeah, I, I agree. And I'll say this, like, I, I'm, I was sort of, I wasn't a Chandler fan, but like, I didn't really hate him either. I, he, he always gave off like big nerd energy to me. Of like, <laughs> I'm just, just a nerd, and I have to control everything around me at all times. I think he has an undercurrent of rage, though. Like, yeah, it's called. Big nerd energy. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like, you know, that, that clip that came out a few months ago where he talked about, where he, he threw shade at people, like deep people who deconstructed and how easy, it's so much easier to, I don't even remember the thing, but he just. Yeah. It's sexy. Which, I'm, I, yeah, se- yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think there's an undercurrent of rage and I think that, you know, getting into ministry young, you, you I think a lot of people underestimate how difficult it's going to be and how much you're going to be, how much crap you're going to get from people. And so has he handled that? And he also had to deal with Mark Driscoll for so long. Yeah. Maybe that goes back to what I said about just feeling like you don't really have a home, like you don't really have a a tribe to protect you when you're catching it from the right and the left at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, based on what he said, though, he feels like his elders are protecting him, so... Well, we'll see. Yeah, and, and you know, and he uh, <laughs> please, please just let it out. Well, you know, he uh, you know, he's he's you know, some people are asking how he's going to handle the leave of absence, but he's really good at waiting. You know, after he met his wife, he had to wait eight years before they could legally get married. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he was a 28-year-old and she was 12. No, that's not true. That's Stop a, it. That's a oh joke. my gosh. Somebody was doing like the whole gotcha thing of like yeah. how he was older than she was I mean, if or something. Yeah, he was the camp pastor and she was a student at camp. So now we there was a, it was a six a six year age gap. Which, Which, when you're both adults, isn't that bad, but... No, it was it's gross. Like, it, it, that's she, gross. If, if but... she was 16 and he was 22. Yes. I can kind of say that is gross. I will also say, what do you want me to do about it with right. them? <laughs> like, right. Do yeah. they need to get divorced now? Right. Because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's indicative of, the, of Christian culture. I mean, especially back in the late 90s. It's like... Yeah. That's not, that wasn't abnormal at all. Nobody batted an eye. Yeah. 
like would we stop one of our daughters from being in a relationship with a pastor like yes obviously yes <laughs> but like if adults came to us and wanted to right. be our friends and that's how they met like would we shun it like that yeah yeah what, what do you do like what do you do when they're yeah. already grown yeah i know i agree oh goodness so you just didn't want me to finish my my trump impersonation of matt chandler i really didn't <laughs> 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 You've already said Trump's name like three times on this episode, which ah. is <laughs> <clears throat> wonderful. We got to save wonderful. all that for our politics episode coming up. Oh, gross! <laughs> That'll be all next year. No, no, we still have two years until <laughs> we get to do our politics season. That'll be season two of can Fun do, Sexy Bible Time. Can I do like a fake commercial, or it's like a campaign commercial for Trump? Yeah, and, uh, like run yeah, it at the beginning of an episode. Yeah, sure. I'll do one yeah. for Biden too. I don't do their voices real well, but I'll do one for Biden too. I can't wait. Where he's just kind of doddering and stuttering, doesn't doesn't know what the name of the podcast. Well, Trump wouldn't either. Neither one would know what the name <laughs> of the podcast is. No, they definitely wouldn't. Here's an idea: maybe we don't elect people past age seventy-two mm. or seventy, seven zero. I don't know. <laughs> Well, in the next episode, we're going to present a list of candidates we uh, we approve of. The episode will be 20 seconds long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we'll, we can make it through the vetting process of our equally insufferable worldviews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the list is going to be like Beth Moore and Fred Rogers, and he's not even alive anymore. That sounds right, actually. <laughs> I think you nailed it. See, we don't have to, we don't have to record that episode now. Some cereals need to be retired. It's like we're this we're not in the Great Depression anymore. Can we just <laughs> <laughs>